This is Consortium Channel 5, Moonbase Reports and Broadcasts. Processed by Zhengzhou Enclave, Communications and Sense Around Capital of the Consortium. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. In a world of covert culinary criminal coalitions. Jean-Carlo. We chef. Reformed criminal and celebrity chef Butch Orson. Prepare the brigade. We chef. Is dragged back into the dark realm of criminal kitchens. Behind. When old rivals threaten his life's work. Corner. Butch is brought back. Hot. No, 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 no. For one. Last. Cook. Open Pandora's oven. Yes, chef. John Wick meets Hell's Kitchen in Yes, Chef. A comedic actual play adventure of kooky culinary combat, refried revenge, and untold gastronomic horrors. Yes Chef is out now on the Dungeons and Drimbus podcast feed. Butchie! A genuine pleasure to see ya. <laughs> Okay, Roger, pull yourself together. It's been a while since we've done this, but... Any horse in a storm, am I right? Any port in midstream? Just push the button and make the good words come out. You remember how this goes. Broadcasting? Well, maybe not, but this is Roger Bogato Fisher, still goddamn here, and somebody ought to keep a record of what's been happening on the moon, and... Whatever comes next, that's the tricky part. Anybody can keep track of the past, but looking forward, looking forward is hard. <clears throat> Roger Bergato Fisher, Communications, Moonbase, Theta. The date is January 15, 2099. The time is not all that terribly important. We are now at three, three and a half weeks after base shutdown. God, has it only been weeks? Base operations remain within acceptable levels, which I assume is Tumnus doing. Helium-3 stores, water levels, essential supplies. I have no idea. Nobody's giving me those numbers to report. I do know we're completely out of chocolate at this point. I powered through our supply when it looked like we might start pulling folks out of stasis. Well, don't judge me. There's plenty of those ensoyment pudding bars to go around. Bricks of mmm-mmm goodness. It does look like we're about ready to... do the thing. 32 successful repetitions in the simulation and Tumnus is they... She has run another hundred on her own. But I'm still essential to the process. Okay, okay. I know I've contributed, and when we do wake people up, they're going to be looking for a human face. That might be my last special skill. 
<laughs> if only they knew. Oh, she probably feels more human than I do these days. She's been waking up, coming into herself. <laughs> That's been something to see. Her jokes are terrible, but she says the same about me, so... Every once in a while, I'll come into her room and catch her humming while she works. Not like machinery running smoothly humming, the other kind. That's almost nice. My respect for Ashwini goes up a few points if this was really part of her plan, and if not, well, that's even better. This place is going to need a beating heart, and right now I feel about 90% Tin Man. Uh, nothing against Wilder, of course. <laughs> Wilder, fuck. Humpty Dumpty might be more appropriate. But yeah, Tumnus, we made it past our push-me-pull-you moment. We're working toward the goals we have in common. Not thinking too much about the end game, just keeping our eyes on what's in front of us. One more go-round. One more time I almost lose my lunch dropping into the simulation. Then another one in the win or loss column. Reset. Repeat. But now here we are, ready to take the next step, and I'm wondering where it's going to lead. I mean, sure, back to Earth, that's the plan, though I don't know how we get around the big hole marked no supply rockets in that flowchart. <laughs> it's a really big hole. But assuming we do sort that out, if we make it back, Michelle told me too much about what's happened in our absence. How Rio Sao Paulo was too much for either side and things unraveled. All the roads blocked or blown apart, management in hiding, even security fell all over themselves to pull out, leaving our enclave to ruin. I thought there must be hope when I looked from the other side and could still see the lights on. But that doesn't mean there's anyone home. Not that I'm giving up. I've got half a poem for that doofus I married. Every line might as well be written in blood and the brain cells I've burned off for the cause. I'm going to finish it and get back down there to deliver it in person. Wherever you are by then. Anywhere you've made it to, love. Any place on that hollowed out earth. I love you, Alex. Love, Castor and Pollux. I'll be coming home soon. Until then, it's back to work. It's going to take more than hope to bring things back to life. More than me sitting in a room talking myself hoarse. It's time to build ourselves a moon base. Again. Together. Damn it, just stop when you're ahead. I know you're listening. You didn't ask me not to listen. I'll be down. I just need a minute. I'll be there. Curious. Review logs for all warning light configurations. Back to the beginning of the base shutdown sequence. Reported warning lights cease for all stasis units on the same date. Theoretical conclusion. Reporting for duty, did I miss the humming? 
I don't know what that means. Of course not. So, I'm sure you're all wondering why I've called this meeting. Roger. In one of these freezers, we've hidden the key to a brand new car. It's time that we... To solve the puzzle, all you'll have to do is answer this trivia question. Roger. In 2042, the first enclave broke away from... Okay. Okay. It's time. We have to decide. I know. Tinker, tailor, soldier, sailor. I knew you'd have a rhyme for this. Wait, why do I have to pick? I said we. You jumped right in. Touché. But you would know these people, all the variables and whatever more than I could. I know their files. I have access to all the archived data. But I did not live with them. Does that matter? I thought it might matter to you. Fair point. I guess I expected you'd have some sort of formula. This would all be part of the greater plan. The plan I was working from didn't involve anyone waking up at all. That's a happy little thought. I'm voting no on the kill all humans plan. You're sure we're ready for this? We have exhausted the usefulness of running simulations. All right, then. Let's talk it out. Should it be last in, first out? Who would that be? Michelle? Ashwini? Ashwini did not want to be awakened until their plan was complete. And Michelle is just a dick, so that's right out. Wilder recant without access to a cybernetic specialist. I don't suppose one of the medics... Not in their records. It is a very specialized training. Yeah. So that rules out our shutdown crew. I tried. Your turn now. The choice is a difficult one. Management, of course, would work against our desired path of action. Plus, also a dick. Someone secondary from maintenance will be needed eventually to continue base operations, as will a representative of the Agriculture and Environmental Department. I do enjoy keeping the lights on, and I'm a big fan of breathing. There are obvious benefits to waking a medic, to monitor personnel through the post-revival process. Though the way we're going about this probably wasn't included in the standard medical training. Perhaps we should choose by rank of importance, waking the person most useful in achieving our goals. Maybe we should choose the least important for our first try, because it's our first try. There are so many variables. So many possibilities. If you make the choice, I'll tell you where Ashwini hits your private stores of dairy milk. Wait, there's still chocolate on base? To which I hold the only access. You've got a cruel streak. Pinky swear? There's only one way for you to find out. Okay, fine. Here we go. I just... We've got this, right? We've done all the tests, but it's a big decision, you know? It's a big thing. It is. In the end, we're just rolling the dice, aren't we? We're playing the odds. There is risk in any action or inaction we might choose. So, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know all the variables. Is there... Something in choosing from the department where the unknown is basically their job? One of the scientists might hold a useful perspective in case of unexpected results. Speaking of unexpected results, could you check those notes from Wilder one more time just to make sure we didn't miss anything? I don't think you understand how my search capabilities work. Just just do it for me. For your pal, Roger. For old time's sake. I have known you for approximately two weeks. Thank you. 
Okay, let's talk science. There's Dr. Seman, probably the easiest to get along with, but I don't know if geology is quite the skill set we're looking for here. Dr. Serrano is biology, but, well, Prickly might be putting it lightly. Dr. Ringling... I don't remember what Dr. Ringling actually does. Dr. Chris Ringling is Moonbase Theta's science administrator, coordinating with all department personnel and overseeing laboratory operations. They have a doctorate in atomic physics and work most closely in experimental work with Dr. Day. Yeah, Dr. Day is... I would advise against her. Agreed. Did you find anything in the notes? Wilder's final message cuts off as we have heard numerous times, and that is it. You're absolutely sure. This is the original recording. I gotta go. You're on your own, whoever winds up hearing this. Alas is about five minutes from going kablooey. Allowing me to adjust for each subject the approach of anhydrobiosis. I have followed this protocol through multiple moltings in individual subjects. She does not interject again. Wait just a minute. That was Dr... Dr. Edwin Just. Biologist. Right. Dr. Just. I'm not sure I really knew him. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Civilized and Realms of Peril and Glory. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. All right, ladies, bring it back. Bring, bring the piggy back so I can throw it. Paul, let go. You, you have to let go. I'm throwing, I'm throwing again. There! Uh, I'm glad you like the piggy. I know it's not your ball, but... Alessandra, Alex, come join us. Yeah, join the circle. Have a burger. Girls, girls, come on back now. You've got veggie burgers? <laughs> I make some myself. A little brown rice, some black beans... Creole mustard? We got a connoisseur. Have a seat. I've seen you walking all evening. Share our circle. In just a minute. Two wild beasts incoming. Oh, wow. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Hi to you, too. 
Cast Paul on your best behavior. Yeah, that little piggy. That's so cute. May I? Of course. We had dogs at home, but they couldn't. Oh, you're good girls. They're really nice. Not many dogs come in from outside. It wasn't easy, but they go where I go. That message you sent to your husband, you must have had quite the journey. Did you come a long way to get petted? Did you? Okay, that's your piggy. Here, I'll throw. Where did you come from? It's uh, kind of a long story. You don't have to answer. You're welcome to sit, share our meal and our company. No strings attached. But we do care about stories. It's just hard thinking where it began. I don't know how it's only been a few weeks. Barely more than a month since we left. We uh, came from Rio São Paulo. All that way? We heard on the consortium feed that they'd merged. Not much after that. Merged? That's what they like to call it. They merged the hell out of us. My work? The home I was keeping for... My garden? Finally, I packed a few bags. Most of that I lost along the way. Um, ai, amor, um prato do dia do nosso casamento, embrulhado em um dos seus casacos, com tanto cuidado. It's okay, girls. Um, here, come in close. I thought we could make it through. I hoped it wouldn't spread, but I couldn't wait for him to come back. I packed what I could in one night, and in between patrols, we just slipped away. Parts of the wall were still being rebuilt, and I had access to construction sites. I didn't know where to go, what direction, what road to take. For us, the freeholds were only rumors. We get that a lot. I skirted the edges of Sinopec, Brasilia, and followed the roads, hiding from people when I could, bluffing my way through when I couldn't. If it weren't for Cass and Paul, I would have been taken the very first day. But I made it through, moved north, and the riders found me. The riders? The traveling enclave, GAC Hertz Rider Transport. We worked with them a few times, getting folks from one haven to the next. The convoy took us in, gave us advice, and some free rides. Thanks again to my ladies. No one needs another scruffy engineer, but who could resist these two? I was heading to my mother's in Phoenix. You don't have news about Phoenix Super City? Not for quite some time. A lot of the old networks have dried up. I wouldn't know where to look west of the Mississippi. Uh, they said the Panama Enclave has an absolute security lock on every form of transport. I couldn't go in that direction without being authorized. The best bet was to go through Caracas. They could smuggle me on a container ship bound for Miami. <laughs> in a shipment of pet supplies. That worked out well for my guiding spirits. That's where they got their little piggy friend. I've got a sack full. They go through one a week. They lost their ball on the road. Did the riders bring you north from Miami as well? They said it'd be easy. No one watches the Florida territories. Because half of it is swampland and the other half catches fire every few months. Still... I'm glad that they pointed you this way. When I told them my story, they 
said my best chance was if I made my way to the Patrick Free Zone. You know, if I wanted to get a message to... Roger. Neomata. And that message is recorded and sent. Universe willing, in time, it will find his ears. Uh, thank you for the food. That burger was amazing. Greatly appreciated. Thank you for your story. And your company. Where were you heading when I called you over? You were looking for something. Just a place where I could look at the moon. I know a good spot. Walk with me. Cass, Pole, we're going. They can stay here and play with Elio. If that's okay. Of course, I'd love to. Girls, do you want to play? Could you help me get up? Of course. Take my hand. Your arm, please. I just need the... That's good. Got my cane right here. Roger, that's your husband. Where is he? He's uh, gone very far away. Ladies, you be careful with your new friend. I'll be back soon. Here. Let's walk around back. I thought you might want to see our gardens. It sounds like yours was important. I'd call this more than just a garden. You've got a whole farm tucked in here. They were eating military rations when we arrived. Some of the cans had dates back to the 50s. This is one of the ways we earn our keep. It's really lovely. Well laid out, the irrigation is going through the center, and the wind must come from the south, southeast. And sweet corn! I haven't had sweet corn in... Uh, I'm sorry, it's very nice. You're welcome any time. Come, there's a platform at the center. There you are, love. Still filling my sky. Still guiding my way. Sometimes it's like I can feel him. Reaching back. I'm sure he is. Yeah. If you don't mind my saying something, I'm betting you spend a lot of time doing just this. Standing somewhere off by yourself, staring at the moon. It's my moon. I hope your message gets there. I hope all of our messages get there. There's a lot of thoughts focused in that direction. It's okay to look up when you need it. And it's okay to need it deeply. But while you wait, you need to find hope. You need to find faith. (laughs) I don't actually advise my people to faith all that often. It's uh, not the easiest thing. Not now. Nor will it ever be. But I'm not talking about gods or even the universe. You need to find faith in the people around you if you're going to get by. You need to let some of them in. We've got a good group, and you're welcome here. But if not us, find someone. That's my sermon. (laughs) That's all I've got to say. I, uh... I'll think about it. I promise. I know, I know. Shut up, Maudie, Sarah. Let me look up in peace. It is quite the moon. It is quite the moon.
Welcome back to Moonbase Theta Out. Today's episode featured Lehman Kessler, Jen Ponton, Gabriel Tnico, H.E. Casson, and Becca Marcus, with guest appearances by Kirsty Wolven and Tal Manier. The consortium announcer is played by Evan Tess Murray, sound design and editing by Will Gianetta, written by DJ Silvis, and produced by DJ Silvis and Cass McPhee. Our associate producers are Timothy Legrone, Marty Chidoric, and Sarah Mueller. A huge thank you to all of our Season 3 supporters on Seed and Spark. We also depend on our Patreon backers to make the show possible. For as little as a dollar a month, you could join them and get early episode access, special features, and that great feeling of knowing you're making awesome audio fiction possible. Check us out at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Our theme music is Star by the band Ramp. Check them out at ramp-music.net. Transcripts, cast bios, additional music attribution, and more are found on our website, monkeymanproductions.com. Looking for other great audio drama? Visit fableandfolly.com to learn all about the other shows on our network. We'd also like to make a recommendation for this week that you check out Lost Terminal. This one will definitely appeal to our fans. It's a show about an AI out in space who is no longer getting messages back from Earth. Find it in your apps or at lostterminal.com. We'll be back in two weeks with more of our story and a bunch more cast members. Take care and keep watching the moon. Consortium Channel 5 ends our broadcast day with a final message. Honor all curfews, listen to security, and keep watching the moon. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The world has still ended. Darcy was a cafeteria worker. Do you see that minotaur sitting out in the food court? What minotaur? Just an ordinary, everyday human, probably. Egerton, you didn't even need a fairy cake. Why did you eat a fairy cake? Because I stress eat sometimes. Egerton was a PR flack for the imperial government. This extremely devastating explosion was, in fact, a celebration. He's a flightless fairy with a sweet tooth. There were some zombies, but Blatt blew them up. I climbed a tree. And we're skipping ahead. And we're skipping ahead. Blatt used to be a filing clerk. I'll pneumatic tube it up, sir. Now he's discovering the secrets of his half-demon heritage, like his ability to summon a soul-bound weapon. Oh, you're here to destroy a time, eh? Well, eat bazooka! (laughs) Three normal dweebs, rescued from the end of the world and sent on a last-ditch quest to save all of reality. There is a way to stop the shattering, but we need you three. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Find it in your favorite podcast app or visit otherbothers.com. There's no evil, so you're welcome. Flawless logic. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.